How's it going Thrivers? Miguel here from CFS Recovery. In this video, I'm going to be answering a very common question and a concern a lot of people have when they are recovering. It's how do you know you're fully recovered? And if you recover, is there a chance that you can relapse and get CFS all over again? And that's a great question. So we're going to dive deep into it in this video. If you don't know me, my name is Miguel. I dealt with some hypersensitive nervous system issues for about four and a half years. At my worst, I was completely bed bound, getting spoon fed in the hospital. And 10 months later, I was actually hiking up a mountain in Hawaii to watch the sunrise. So that is my elevator pitch. So you know where I came from. If you did want to learn more about my story, click the link down below. You can check out my documentary where I lay out exactly what my journey was. So back to the topic of this video. What does it mean to be fully recovered? When people ask me, you know, what is a full recovery or when will I be fully recovered? I think it's very important to define what fully means because full recovery means different things to different people. We need to define exactly what that means for you. Now, the way I see it is, can I do similar things that I did before and have a similar level of activity without feeling symptoms and going backwards and obviously doing things in a healthy way? Because a full recovery means that you're not really having symptoms. You don't have to worry about any of this stuff anymore. And you can actually keep up with other people. You know, if you're going out with your friends, can you keep up with them? Going from restaurant to restaurant, going to the beach, going camping. Can you keep up with people when you're traveling? Can you keep up with your coworkers when they have a work schedule? Because one thing that full recovery isn't is never getting a headache again, never feeling tired again. And so that's something I really want to clear up here. A full recovery does not mean you're immune to any of these things. Nobody is immune to feeling tired, right? And the thing is, when you're tired for so long, that becomes your new normal. So it's a lot easier for us to pick up on when we're tired and when we're not. So when that becomes our new normal, our attention is on it quite a bit, right? And we forget what it's like to have thriving energy, to not be fatigued and tired and not have brain fog. So when it comes to defining full recovery, I think you should write down exactly what that looks like for you. And it has to be realistic. If you write down, I can go back to my previous life and do all of those things. Like I can work 12 hours a day. I can be on go, go, go mode in my mind. I could do 20 different things at once. And you know, I have a type A personality. If I can do that without symptoms, well, that's not realistic because that's the whole reason you ended up with a lot of the stuff in the first place. So define what a full recovery is, right? And then after that, I think it's very important to also note that you don't want to go back to your previous lifestyle because history repeats itself. If we do the same patterns that we've done in the past, we're likely going to end up with the same results, which is something like getting hypersensitive nervous system issues. Now, it may not have been all your fault. Maybe you had some virus or maybe you got COVID three times in the last six months. Maybe you had something traumatic happen to you where maybe there was a highly emotional thing that happened in your family that you had no control over, right? Maybe you lost a loved one. Those things are out of your control. But the thing is, if your nervous system, if you as a whole were in a less stressed state, those things wouldn't have wiped you out. Those things were just the final straws that broke the camel's back, that pushed your stress over its threshold, right? And if you haven't seen my video about the stress threshold, definitely click the link up here because I break that down in detail, the stress threshold. Very important to understand when it comes to trying to get out of this illness, but you don't want to go back to your previous life. You want to become the 2.0 version of yourself. Whenever we talk about 
recovery in the recovery jumpstart program, we always tell people, guys, you do not want to go back to your old life. You want to reinvent yourself. Essentially, you want to be the 2.0 version of yourself. You want to be someone who has complete control over their mind, somebody who is able to make good decisions, somebody who takes care of their health, somebody who is able to rest and not always be in go, go, go mode, someone who you know, responds well to life stressors. You want to be that person. That is a 2.0 version of you. And that is the recovered version that we're trying to get you to. So a full recovery, just to paint a picture for myself, you know, I consider myself fully recovered, right? I'm able to travel. I can work more than full time. I can exercise. I can hang out with friends. I can eat whatever food I want without having any flare-ups or anything like that. I sleep really well. Pretty much everything my friends can do, I can do. Other than drink a lot of alcohol or, you know, smoke cigars and things like that. You know, my body is quite sensitive to those things, but it's because I haven't done those in like many years and my body's, you know, just not used to it. So other than those things, I can pretty much do everything my friends can do. However, if I have a week where I work 60 to 70 hours and I'm up late and I'm filming YouTube videos and working on the program and we're onboarding new people and then I'm creating automations and I'm building this thing and this thing, Yes, I can get overwhelmed. I can get a slight headache here and there. I can feel really tired. You know, I can feel some brain fog if I don't get enough sleep, but that goes away very quickly. But what you have to compare yourself to is what is the average person doing? So if you can do what the average person is doing, then you're pretty much normal. You can be a functioning member of society. And I think that is also another indicator of a full recovery. Can you be a fully functioning member of society without having symptoms, without having to worry about, you know, overdoing it. Now, there are people in society who work a lot, who push themselves very, very, very hard. So I know that if I were to work how I used to work and think how I used to think, absolutely, I can develop CFS again. But the thing is, that would have to be an intentional decision because back then I had no idea about all this stuff. I didn't know how bad it could get if I neglected my health and I didn't prioritize rest, calmness, and, you know, just not being such a type A person. So now I know where that leads to. So I won't go so far down that path where I'm at the point of no return and I get CFS again, right? So in terms of fully recovered, I'm capable of doing everything my friends can do, if not more. My friends actually look at what I'm doing and they're like, dude, how are you doing all this? How do you not burn out? Like you have so much on your plate. And I just tell them, well, I guess it's because a lot of this stuff doesn't feel like work. It feels like a purpose. I love helping people. I love making a positive impact. So that's why I can be in front of my computer for eight to 10 hours a day. And it doesn't feel like work. Because if you think about it, the, the way I see it is I'm going to be doing something anyways. If I'm not on my computer, what am I going to do? I'm going to be on my phone. I'm going to be driving somewhere. I'm going to be doing something. The time is going to be filled with something. I might as well fill it with something I at least somewhat enjoy. And I do enjoy a lot of these things because I know the end goal is creating an impact, positive impact for people just like yourself watching this. So that's what keeps me going. And, you know, will I still get symptoms here and there? Yeah, I might get a headache, might get some brain fog and fatigue. Like I said, I might get achy, right? My body might hurt a little bit. If I have a day where I'll sleep five hours and I do that for a few days in a row, I'll get that. But normal people get that too. 
right? So in terms of full recovery, that's what I would define as a full recovery, being able to become a functioning member of society without worrying about any setbacks or things like that. So that's number one. But number two, is it possible to relapse if you are fully recovered? And my thought for that is, yes, I think there's always a chance you can, but the thing is you're fully in control of that chance, right? It doesn't just happen out of nowhere. It's not something that just comes overnight. There are many things that have to lead up to somebody getting CFS again, right? Now, let's say you're pretty much fully recovered and you get COVID. We've seen it so many times in the program. In fact, you know, we have a coach in the program. He got CFS as he was recovering and he got it twice. Second time, it was so bad that he actually had to go to the hospital and stay overnight. But guess what? He bounced back in a few weeks because he didn't go on that downward spiral of worrying and, you know, panicking about the symptoms. Now, I'm not saying every case of COVID is like that, but most cases are. Most cases, the COVID actually gives people tons of anxiety. And then that's what causes them to have even more symptoms, right? Now, if you do get COVID, of course, go see your doctor and make sure there's nothing else going on. Very important to do that, full disclaimer. But in terms of a risk of relapse, it's kind of like if a child burns their hand on a hot stove, right? Now they know that the stove is hot. Now they know not to do that. So is there a chance that they can burn their hand again? Absolutely. But they would have to make the conscious decision to look at the stove or go near it and say, eh, it's not that dangerous. It's not that hot and touch it again, unless it's an accident, right? Now it takes a lot of mental decision-making to go near a stove, knowing that it burned you once and even put your hand anywhere near it, knowing that it burned you, right? So kind of like with recovery and the chance of relapsing, once you identify what caused you to fall into this, it's very easy to avoid these things in the future. Now, does that mean you have to avoid any and all stressors in life? No, that's unrealistic. Does that mean you have to immediately rest anytime you feel tired? No, because your threshold, your cushion for activities is much higher. You have a much more forgiving threshold. Whereas right now you might do one small thing and it's going to completely wipe you out, right? So right now it feels like you're walking on eggshells. It feels like you're almost walking a landmine, a field of mines where one wrong step and you don't even know one wrong step could just, you know, make everything go back to square one. Probably what it feels like right now. You feel fragile versus once you recover, you're going to feel anti-fragile. And a lot of these things you're doing right now, when you do them, they're actually going to make you stronger. Like if I go for a walk right now and I go for a walk every day, you know, for the next month, I will actually be able to walk way more next month, of course, because my body is able to repair itself and recalibrate itself. Whereas if I try to do that before, just stepping outside, that's going to wipe me out, right? And if I step outside every day for a month, yeah, I'm going to end up in the hospital. So right now, it's a completely different situation than what you're going to be in the future. And by the time you get there in the future, you won't be thinking how you're thinking right now. Right now, you probably have this kind of mental scanning going on of what could go wrong. What if I do that? What if that's too much? Should I rest more? Should I do more? Can I go to that thing this Saturday? Am I going to be good to go by the time we have that picnic with the family two months from now? Right? I have that trip coming up at the end of the year. Will I be okay by then? You won't be thinking any of those things at all. You're just going to be going on with life and you'll be on cruise mode, cruise control. Whereas right now, it's like you're driving a really rusty kind of manual stick just to gain a little bit of traction. But 
once you're up and running again, it's almost like you're on cruise control, right? Not quite autopilot cruise control because you are conscious of the decisions. Now you would have to be very negligent in order to fall back into this. If somebody asked me, Miguel, can you fall into CFS again? I'd say, yeah, you can, but it's not like you fall into it. Like you oopsies, I did this and that, and now I have CFS again. No, it is a series of very conscious decisions that have to be made in order for me to go back to that place where I was. So, you know, if I had to, you know, write the perfect plan to getting sick again, I would know what to do. Here's what we would do. Miguel would work 12 hours a day for the next three months. Miguel would not drink enough water throughout the day. Miguel would not go out and exercise at all or do any push-ups or anything like that. Miguel would not eat until 5 p.m. every day. And when he does eat, he's going to have just a couple meals. Miguel is going to have some energy drinks. Miguel is going to, you know, have a coffee every day. Miguel is going to be thinking all the time. He's never going to take time to rest, right? Miguel is going to get about five hours or less of sleep every night. And that would be the perfect plan to get CFS again or to have this hypersensitive nervous system issue. Now, think about it. How careless would I have to be in order to do all those things for three months straight? I'd have to be really careless and almost like try to get sick because now it's very black and white. I know what to do and what not to do. Obviously, those things are not smart things to do, but it would take about two to three months for me to go backwards. And even then, I'm not going to fall to the depths I was at before. And if I do, all I have to do is stop doing those things and I know how to get out. In fact, this happened recently, as in a couple of years ago. I was fully functional, working full time, exercising a lot. I was running about 10 kilometers a week and I get the second vaccine. Next thing you know, I am wiped out. Actually, that's the whole reason I started this YouTube channel because I had a video production company. It was doing well. I got the second vaccine and all my symptoms came back. And when I say all, things got so bad to the point where I couldn't even get out of bed. I think it was only for one day though. And then for the next week, I could barely even go up the stairs in my place where I live. I had to order takeout. I couldn't be on a computer, couldn't be on my phone because my heart rate would be high. The anxiety was through the roof, the brain fog, the nausea, the headaches. It was bad, you know, but it wasn't any fear that I was feeling. It was more so like, oh, shoot. Well, knowing how I feel right now, it's probably going to take me like six months to get back to where it was. So because I couldn't pick up a camera and, and like the gimbal and the stabilizer and go out to all these video shoots with clients, I started filming videos for CFS. I started to remember how bad it was. And I always told myself I wanted to help. So I was like, you know what? I'm feeling brutal right now. You know, I feel like death, but I know how to get out. So I'm one of the lucky people who beat this before. And I knew exactly how it was not luck. It wasn't up to chance. It was a step-by-step -step process that I knew exactly what to do. So I said, you know what? There's a lot of people suffering with this right now. Let me go film these videos and hopefully I want to help people. And then that led to another and that thing led to another and eventually led to me building a program and building the channel and the brand to where it's at right now, where we help people all around the world. So in terms of relapsing, it's not this thing where you fall into it. No, far from that. You'd have to do a lot of intentional things in order to get to that place again. So the risk of you relapsing is very low if you understand what's going on. And that's exactly what we teach in our recovery jumpstart program. We teach people exactly step-by-step step what they need to do in order to one, 
get off that downward spiral that they're on to how can they actually start making consistent, predictable progress building up? And number three is how do we just maintain that momentum, right? And we do that through teaching them exactly what's going on, exactly what they need to focus on every single week. And it's a very simple plan compared to what they've heard a lot of. In fact, a lot of people come to the program and they're like, wow, this is way simpler than I thought. I only had to do these few things. And we're like, yes, the whole reason a lot of people don't get better is because there's too many things they're trying to do to the point where it feels like it's a full-time job. The last thing you need right now is a full-time job. And that's what recovery can feel like. At least that's what it was for me. You have this checklist and all these 15 different things that you have to do. And then that puts a lot of pressure on people. So we really simplify it and we help build these personalized plans for people based on where they're at, based on what their symptoms are and their history. And that's really how we help people get unstuck. But our goal is not to get you to a place where you just don't have symptoms anymore. The goal is how to get you to thrive, right? Not just get by, not just live a mediocre life. We want you out there. We want you traveling. We want you doing a job that you love and living a sustainable lifestyle. That's really our goal and our intention for you, right? And the way we'll know that is we actually have this Thriver retreat for people in the program. Anybody who recovers and is able to participate in this, we're going to be doing a yearly retreat in Hawaii where we actually go there, do a quick hike and watch the sunrise together and there's a bunch of different activities you know where we all get to bond and there's a lot of people who are bedridden and really sick really debilitated and you know they're going to be there able to celebrate together because if you can walk up that mountain in hawaii and you knew exactly how to build yourself up to that point then you know exactly how to recover no matter where you're at and no matter what happens in the future you have the tools to get out of this so if you're looking to get some extra help on your journey, if you're looking to figure out how to reintegrate back into life, if you're already kind of functional, no matter what level you're at, Recovery Jumpstart can help you get unstuck and get you to that next level. And the goal is to have you thriving instead of surviving. And if that's something you're interested in, I would highly suggest click the link down below, check out the Recovery Jumpstart program. And if it's a good fit, then we would love to help you get back to thriving health. So I hope you enjoyed this video. I hope you got lots of value out of it. Always remember that you are just one mind shift away from living a life with thriving health. I'll see you in the next video.